When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here with you, Jordana, live in studio. We're here. Happy July 4th. We're into the summer. It's it's that, it is podcast season to me. It is it is the heart of the summer. Right? right yeah. And everyone's doing their trips and their road trips and their beaches and their flights. And there's a lot of moments post whatever you did that weekend that you need a podcast. Yeah. Like, I, so if you're out there and you're like, hey, maybe, you know, you listen to this show, we want to thank you, but we want you to send it to a friend on, on the way back from their beach trip when they're in the recesses of their mind wondering what happened last weekend and why it didn't work out with the person that they've been texting with the whole weekend and, the, and all those things exactly. that come up over the summer. I mean, summer dating is fun. It's a lot, it sometimes feels a little high, high pressured to always be doing things and going out and seeing people. I think, I know you, you know, it's exhausting. I would it. say I'm yeah. in it. I'm in summer dating season and I'm tie tie. Okay. <laughs> I am tired. I, I mean, but it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It's you know you're, a lot. You're, Such a great time of the year to be a, to be single and going out and doing things. The weather's great. Feels yes. good. Yeah. Winter time. You want someone to just hold the, you. Hold you. The consistency of yes. a lover. Summertime. You're like, I want to be on my own. Sunglasses on. Outdoor bar. Give me a aperol spritz, right. please. Uh, I I mean I got I I met someone IRL the other night. Um, so I've, I, that's like the, hitting the jackpot. It's always very exciting when you can do that. It was actually a conversation piece on the date. Mm-hmm. The how, you know, I went to, I was at a bar. I'm by myself. It was, um, you know, it's a Monday night. I was like, Jared, let's take a night off. Don't drink. Don't have anything. But I'll go out and get dinner. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. Because then I'm at the bar. I'm looking. Everyone's, you know, there's, there's, there's energy. Yeah. People are having drinks. And I've gotten and it's a lot been- the weather has been pretty good this summer in New Gorgeous. York anyway. Gorgina, as the young women are saying these days. Right. So I, I'm i at the bar. There's a buzz. And I'm going to get a martini. <laughs> I deserve it. And I got, we we talked about a lone bar recently Vibes, on, the pod, yes. on the podcast. Yes. And, and, you know, the negative Nancys, they're the ones that give feedback. The ones that go, well, I go to a bar alone every week and no one's ever come up to me. Well, maybe you should look up from your fucking phone and start going up to other people. Because let me just tell people, this was both people making moves. Yeah. Not one. You know, going to the bar alone, that ain't it. You also have to be an active, you know, person at the bar. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have your head up on a swivel, looking, making eye contact, smiling. Show, you know, and and I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, <laughs> straight dude saying, hey, dude, smile a little more. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be an active participant in your own life because I and listen, I'm I get I get negative. Listen to me on the podcast talking about you know TSA pre for 30 minutes okay stop it yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm a negative Nancy too so I'm not I'm not saying I'm above you I'm telling you I'm noticing the good pointing it out trying to facilitate more of that let me do more yeah here's here's the structure let me do this so I'm at the bar I'm like I'll get a martini I'm on my phone again I'm fucking you know you know, you know, fucking Phil Phony too. Right, I'm, friend, I'm Mr. Phone. Right, yeah. yeah, my best friend. And have the first martini, put my phone down, make it Ooh, an active choice. Okay. So that's right. I'm, I'm Break very Break away brave. from the squad. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment away from my friend. Um, And then I start shooting eyes at someone that's with a larger group to my right. Okay. So we start exchanging looks. I notice it. They notice Is that it. what they call, I don't know, they, they used to call it this. I'm not sure if they still call it the eye fuck. There was, I would call it eye groping. Okay. It was a less Nine. of a fuck. <laughs> Respectfully. Okay, fair. It was eye. Less invasive. No, yeah, it, was, okay. it wasn't eye fucking. I would say it was eye foreplay. Okay. I would give it that. Fair. And at one, and, and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm listening to their conversation. Because okay. I'm a fucking nosy piece of shit. All of a sudden, they come over to my left, come around the group to my left. So then now they're making active moves. Okay. They order a water and they said to me, you don't need a any water. Of, a wa- well, they had just had drinks. They're, okay. they're in a group. I get it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like weird. negative Nancy Waterton. Okay. And one for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gave me shit. She goes, you don't eat your olives. And I was like, well, I'm trying to stay healthy. It's a Monday. That's a flirty move. Flirty move. I go, do you want one? Did you take one? Olives were taken. Wow. Okay. And then we laughed about it. Fine. Goes back to their group. Okay. Goes back to the group. And then they're packing up. You know, the group is. It's ready to go. They're going home. And I said, uh, hey, nice to meet you. Take my number. Boom. We've all made moves. Okay. They're, you know, they're, you know, they're doing the olive move. I'm doing the take my number move, eat my olive. You know, they're all right. You're leaning into the situation. Here's the point of IRL summer, Mm -hmm. which we were ahead of. I think this is IRL summer. Okay. We were early. It is officially IRL summer because after 4th of July, you, yeah. After 4th of July, it's July 5th today or July 6th, whenever you're getting this for the, you know, the people who don't subscribe, but you can pay three bucks a month if you want it early. You got to lean in 20. Everyone's got to lean in 25%. The 50% in the middle is where the date is found. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we both may, it takes two to tango. Yeah. And so then, you know, texted, went on a date the next night. Fun. I love it. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. On both sides. Thank you for your, you know, ferocious applause. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What you're saying is that like it requires an effort on both parts you go, you put yourself out there. IRL summer is just. And also, if you're going out alone and you didn't meet someone, that's not a loss. You know, you, right. didn't, you didn't fail at the task, you know, like, yeah, it's not going to happen sometimes. 
I go out a lot uh, on my Just own. Just like in any scenario. In any yeah. scenario. You well, go out with friends and it's not going, you know what I mean? Totally. And some nights are good, some nights are bad. This is the problem with the dating apps ver- when you compare them in, you know, one-to-one to being out at a bar alone. Dating apps, you're going to get four matches in a night that you spend swiping. Those four matches are going to feel pretty good. Right. You might not get anything on a night out on your own. And it's going to feel, you're going to But go, when you do, but it when feels you do, a lot better. I think it, yeah. the feeling is better than the, the four put together. Totally. You know, yeah. and, and I think both parties, we went on the date and we both even that's said also, we were more excited to meet each other right. considering the meeting. Yeah. I mean, that's also why, you, you know what I mean? If it's less likely, you're less likely to get a match, but the match is better. That's why you do it. It's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a more, um, it's like eating... A hundred, I mean, I, I don't mean to bring Diet Starts Tomorrow into this podcast, but it's like a hundred calories of an apple do not equal a hundred calories of chips. Yeah. You know, as far as being full. Four matches on a dating app do not match one meeting in real life and exchanging a number in person. Totally. And I mean, that's the thing. It's it's summer. There's things to do. You can be at, even if there's not things to do, you can go out on your own. I think it's the perfect time. To, a martini yeah. on a Monday. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> that's what Who I kept am? saying. That's a, that's very that funny. was my old guy thing that I kept I sp- saying. I looked over my phone and I said, "Who? what are we doing? Just a couple of crazy kids. Yeah, I had my arm around it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we did, we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes because yeah. we were on the West coast and by the way, we're coming to Austin, uh, next week. We'll be there on Wednesday. Austin um, next week. We want to thank everyone in San Francisco and LA. The shows were a blast. Everyone that came out so much fun. The messages you guys sent were so nice and it was just a great time all around. It was, it was really a great time. Austin, Austin, Austin. We're coming next week. Get those tickies. Assemble the group chat. The, the, the best compliment in the world is. How many people said, I brought friends, they couldn't believe how much fun they had. That's the, be- that's that's the, the thing best. you want to hear. And then we're also going to be in Chicago at the end of the month. I'm not sure if there's any tickets left. There might be like two. I'm not sure. Two tickets. Potentially <laughs> two tickets. <laughs> two tickets. Get them while they're hot. And then New York will be back August 10th. Yes. And we're really excited to see you there. And I know, again, because we pre-recorded, I did see some emails in the thing, you know, wanting us to talk. At this point, it's been a few weeks in the row. Yeah. The Roe versus Wade Supreme Court overturning that thing. And I did want to mention it briefly. And I do, you know, one thing we do love about this podcast and people do love about it is that it is a place where you cannot think about the the heavy, intense things of the world. Put your brain on the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think, it, you know, this is a this is a dating and relationship podcast and this is a dating and relationship adjacent topic. Of course. So I did want to touch on it briefly. I'm going to talk about it a bit more in the subscription episode that will be out on July 18th, so a few weeks from now, it'll just be, but it's going to be a while since mm-hmm. that this came out, so I don't want it to seem really late or out of nowhere, but... But some people yeah. appreciate letting the dust settle and having, you know, your thoughts yeah. put together. You right. know, that, that's another thing. Uh, yeah. Sometimes and when the... Th- and you are a thoughtful person. I, w- I wouldn't think of you to make, come out and be like, you know, I I, right. I I would think that would make... That makes sense. No, and that, yeah, and that is my style, that my style is to... Um, is to think about things and process them and then speak on them. And that's true of anything that goes on in my personal life or in, you know, in the world or any, anything. I think that everyone's allowed to 
process and interpret and speak about things in a way that makes sense to them. I don't think there's one universal way that's right or wrong. Totally agree. I, I mean, you've even said on this podcast, the not speak, uh, speaking. Don't into- speak unless you can improve upon the silence. There yes, you go. I think that's a Gandhi quote, but you know, I'll take it. I'll get uh, I'll take Gandhi it. dash Jordana Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, it's like the, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take yeah. uh, Wayne Gretzky slash Michael Scott. Exactly. Like this, that's I'm taking over that quote. But yeah, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more on there. And I think we'll get your take. I think people are interested to hear. You haven't really seen a ton of of male takes on what happened. Obviously, I think it goes without saying that this is something that's really devastating and, and upsetting. And to me personally, if that wasn't obvious, you know, some people, are, they take your silence to mean something that, you know, you're cool with it or you I don't know. care or you're um, maybe you're you're against, you're happy that it happened, which is not the case for me. But again, I I don't like to just, speak to speak. So we're going to talk about that on the, um, it'll be out on July 18th on the subscription bonus episode. And if that's something you're interested in hearing about more, you can listen to that. And if you're a subscriber and if you're not, you can skip that one. You can skip that one. I, I listen, I, it was a sad day. You know, you go, I feel like we're moving backwards and I was listening to this podcast. I'll give it out. I like this podcast. It's, it's a reasonable podcast. It's not, I'm going to give it out right now. Plain English with Derek Thompson. He did a episode just about the end of Roe versus Wade changes everything. Just mm-hmm. like kind of go. He's an investigative reporter. So yeah. I, I like a reporter, you know. Right. Someone and whose job it is to look into all. To be smarter uh, than right, me. Right, yeah. You know, so. But he was, he basically gave the statistic 80% of people in America agree that people should have access to abortion yeah. in the first trimester. Yeah. And you go, 80% of people fucking agree. This is, that's the depressing part. Is that like right. you have eighty percent of people? How is this right? How is how is this not protected by eighty percent of people? You're not right, protecting eighty yeah. percent yeah. of people, and I just you know the the idea that someone can't have access to doing something that's right for themselves right. is sad. There's a lot of things. There are a lot of rules and and you know government things that it, hypothetically I'm for against, but this just still feels so much more real. It's much more yeah. you can see it. And um, again, I'll talk more about that on the subscription episode later this month. But um, I just wanted the audience to know that it's not something that we haven't thought about even if you haven't seen excessive posts about it or anything like that and it is something we're going to discuss further and the the goal of the show though generally speaking is to be able to take a break from those kinds of Of, really devastating things that of course and i think like our conversation about about this matches Mm -hmm. i don't think we've ever been different than this right now when it came to covid yeah, we were a measured, you know, a measured speaker about it. I, I and I think when people come at you, they go, "Why are you different on this than you were before?" I think we've been pretty consistent, you know, yeah. about uh, how we talk about serious issues on this show and also in our personal totally. accounts. Yeah, and we know. talk about them as they relate to the topic of the show. COVID totally. as it relates to dating. COVID as it relates, you know, the the the, the differences in opinion and the things around that. That the this obviously is a huge relation. Well, to and, and marriage you know, and dating and relationships and just sex. Um, can I give two plugs? Of course. The first one, I've been sharing this link. I think they're a great organization. The Bridget Alliance exists to help people access abortion care. They do everything in their power to meet the impending surge and need for those services. They help people get to an abortion. So it's a great place That's to great. donate yeah. to. That's a link that I've been sharing. And the link, the reason I've been sharing it is... My good friend Allison Leiby has a show right now about oh, right. abortion. Yeah. It's and really big. It's right. a wonderful show. I was at opening night. 
Um, it is at the Cherry Lane Theater. And, you know, what I love about the show, and again, this goes back to the conversation of like the extremes versus the normal. Her show is a lot about normalizing the conversation of abortion. I think that's amazing because there's so yeah. much, like I said, behind closed doors. I think so many people yes. know people have experienced it themselves, have experienced some sort of adjacent thing, have taken the morning after pill, have done, you know what I mean? I've had nights that I've had where I've prayed mm -hmm. to God that I wasn't pregnant and I know exactly what I would do if I was. Um, We've all prayed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, uh, it's something that's so hidden and so secret and it shouldn't be because it's so common. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and the a, a huge point in her show was like, we always scream about this at the last possible second. When it's like, and it becomes scarier when you're not talking about it mm -hmm. in normal sense. Like, hey, this is an everyday thing. This is, you know, healthcare. Right. You know, this is, it's just, it, it's why, you know, I like the way we talk on this show. And it's why I like Allison's show. Yeah. Um, and if someone, I, if, see that. I think it's a great thing to support and be a part of. You go, you walk away feeling like you've had a normal fun night about abortion, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, if you want to get tickets, Oh God Show. That's O-H-G-O-D-S-H-O-W. OhGodShow.com. Allison Libby. It's at the Cherry Lane Theater, and it's actually going to be over August 26th. It's the final week, so it's a great show. And I went wonderful friend of the show, friend of mine for a long time. So Check I don't know. I, 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 mean, I don't know. I just feel like going to these events and... Yeah, you know, seeing the Bridget Alliance and being a part of what they're doing, and these exactly, are all good and supporting things in in whatever way feels really comfortable and good, and like it makes sense for you. Yeah, did it get hotter in here? It did. <laughs> Actually, I think it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, more on that in a later episode subscription again later this month. We haven't recorded it yet, but I have a lot to say. Okay, so. Guys, again, if you're coming to one of our shows, going back to lighter moments, and you want a dating app makeover, or you have text that you want us to reveal, or you want to be set up, email uup at betches.com and write in the subject line what show you're coming to. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Should we get into our first Let's email? Let's get in the email. Yeah. I mean, couldn't be more opposite than our conversation <laughs> that we just had. Yes. Um, I, uh, we're back in the fun zone, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, the hot, crazy scale. Yes. 
I've heard little tidbits about this, I feel like, over the years. How I Met Your Mother, Barney. Yes. This rings a Barney bell for me. I used to love How I Met Your Mother, fell out of the show, but he, that was kind of the... Um, I never it, really got into it for no? some reason, no. I thought it was I don't good, know why. It was. I thought it was a very good, like, next version of Friends. Okay. Like, it, it very much had the, we hang in a bar, talk about our dating and relationship lives. Right. Just trying to make it in this crazy mixed up world while living in a city. They had more of the element of like, you know, friends moving away and the dating mm. stuff. They had a lot of dating theories that yeah. worked out. And, you know, there's a point where I was like, let me see the fucking mother already. You know, like there was. Yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe it was because like none of the a- the actors I felt personally had like the star power of the friends cast. Where mm. I was like, this just feels like there was something, you know, what I mean, there's something magical about a cast that's really well put together yes. and that just interacts and not that they were bad. I just think that there's like something a little bit different or elevated about a friends cast or a Seinfeld cast or even like the office cast that just feels like a level that's a little different than, than some of the other ones. And, and, you would be, and people might disagree with me. You'd be proven right based on the post show kind of what happened, you know, right. You know, they all have Fanaticism. careers and they're all doing fine. I mean, but Jason Siegel, the guy, you know, the, the one guy that stood out was Neil Patrick Harris. I right. mean, like, he's a star. Yeah. But even, you know, like, I, that's why people kind of watched after a while. They were like, I want to, you know, the Barney character. Yeah. But I would agree with you. Like, you look at Friends, how many of the, you know, like, you and know. Just the way that they interacted with each other. I feel yeah. Like, was just like, kind of, it just felt so, na- I don't know. It felt like a completely different, like, Felt like you were thing. part of the gang. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, Seinfeld, too. Like, you're just kind of like, I get, yeah. I feel like I'm in and I get it. And the other ones, I just kind of felt like you could replace a character or two and it wouldn't be with a different actor. We wouldn't, wouldn't miss be, a beat. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be that weird. But yeah, why, why don't we listen to the clip from um, the episode talking about this phenomenon and then we'll finish the email. But I'll, you know, I'll read the first part of the email before that. Hey, j and I have a question for you inspired by your Sunday special on being chill slash too chill and a theory I recently saw resurrected on a post. The hot slash crazy graph was first proposed, at least to my knowledge, by Barney on the sitcom How I Met Your Mother. I'll attach a video to jog your memory if you haven't already seen it, but Barney essentially describes male attraction to crazy women as a linear relationship with their hotness and a positive correlation. So we'll leave the YouTube link below, but we can also, we'll play the, the sound. So she's hot. Oh, she's gorgeous. Then she's crazy. No, she's not. There's no way she is above the line on the hot crazy scale. She's not even on the hot crazy scale. She's just hot. Wait, hot crazy scale? Let me illustrate. A girl is allowed to be crazy as long as she is equally hot. Thus, if she's this crazy, she has to be this hot. If she's this crazy, she has to be this hot. You want the girl to be above this line, also known as the Vicky Mendoza diagonal. This girl I dated, she played jump rope with that line. She'd shave her head, then lose 10 pounds. She'd stab me with a fork, then get a boob job. I should give her a call. Okay. I feel like this wouldn't fly today. Well, that's what I was yeah. thinking the whole time. I was like, wow, this, it's almost unrelatable the way he's talking about. Totally. Like, I mean, he says confidently, he, like, you know, you got a crazy chick. Like, right. it just sounds, she throws a fork at you, but then she loses 10 pounds. So it's okay. Like, yeah. You would not be able to say that. Now. Yeah. I didn't even buy it. Yeah. You know, like, cause it was like, I, I don't know even know who I hang out with that would be that way now, but I also I'm older. So like, you know, right. this feels like when it came out, I feel like youngish, maybe more of a socially acceptable point of view. Yeah. My first thought was like, you could replace crazy with bad personality. 
mm-hmm. right? And it works for either gender. In Go my mind, along with that, like I think that's kind of like you know what? You, how many? You'll how many stupid? Hot, right. You'll deal with bad personality to get hot. How many stupid memes have you seen? Like, do I like him or is he just six three? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> that are all like the same joke, but yeah. it's kind of like sort of around the same thing. It's like, is their physical attractiveness make up for certain like personality flaws, or vice versa, or, or is their personality so good that I don't care about? The, well, hold on, the whole thing going on right now. There are ten, but. Yeah, they're a ten, but they someone sent me they don't have TSA pre. <laughs> okay, the horror, the yes. horror. Yeah, so they're they're a ten. That's uh, that's looks combined with personality. Yeah. So you're saying they're a ten, but here's this personality flaw. I mean, that's red flag deal breaker. I'm not going to say it was stolen, but it's been a it's a rebranded yes. version of red flag deal breaker. Essentially, they're perfect in every way, but this one thing happens. Right. Do you deal with it? Do you look above it? I would actually say that this exists for women more than men in a different way. The whole time I heard this, I'm like, this same graph that Barney's describing exists for guy who checks boxes, mm-hmm. yeah. v- you know, uh, versus how bad of a boyfriend they are. Tax bracket versus uh well, versus. not even tax bracket. You know, if they if, if you yeah social ineptitude. Social uh, doesn't text me back. Doesn't yeah. you know if you look on the scale like tax brackets, passion for their job, future job prospects, mm. um, good with my family, um, dress is okay. You know, like it, yeah. as, as for, it didn't have it wasn't it's I don't think it's crazy hot for women. I think it's more like I see potential. Yeah. Can I change him? Can I, can I, could he be? Wasn't that what men think too when you think of crazy? Like, could I change Um, them? I think the, I I hate the the word crazy for this. Is the crazy kind of hot sometimes? The adventure. I think I would say, I even see it like, you know, listen, guys like, I mean, the the end of her email, she writes something about the referencing that I say, like women have to think of being murdered. Right. Well, I I mean, I've said that too. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I'll finish the email. I said, I think a lot of women fear their confidence or choices will come off as crazy, which I think is bullshit. But then there are other people, men slash nine binary slash women alike, who are honestly just not that bona fide cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. Is this a case of personal preference? Does it relate to confidence? Do men seem to be attracted to women who are a little out there do women have the same thing as a woman i don't personally apply this hot slash crazy scale and i can't say what i that i have really seen among other women in my life so i also think jared's dad like warning which is refreshing amusing but also sadly realistic that women have to worry about potentially being murdered by male suitors is another factor why we don't necessarily think like this curious to know your thoughts it was kind of on that note that i kept thinking about like older men do still like the the craziness of a night, maybe not as many, mm-hmm. but like it seems like there's this march towards hanging out in suburbia on your couch for a lot of women that yeah. men in relationships go. I remember those good old days. You know, the married men that talk to me, they go, oh, man, uh, to be single for one night. You know, like it doesn't seem like you hear that a lot from the female side of like, oh, man, I wish I was getting sent that dick pic, you know, like. (laughs) So so I as far as like, do you men like a person that is more wild, you know, that then I think, yeah, there's an attraction to that a little bit because it's like, 
you know, look at this person that could take me on a journey of I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, I think a lot of times right. men are put in the position of like, make the plan. What do you know? What do you want to do in the bedroom? What do you you know? And then to have someone that's like, fucking, let's get crazy. I, I'm gonna, and, and even in this description with uh, how I met your mother, she's whispering in his ear of, I uh, if you yeah. do this, we'll go do this back at the bedroom. Right. You know. Well, I also think that's because men are often thinking a lot more short term. Yes. So maybe they're they're into or more okay with that because they're like, yeah, there's this crazy person, be great, you know, great fling. Whereas women, I think, are a lot more thinking about the future and the long term, and they're kind of like, eh, I don't know that this isn't someone that I that could be that could be a husband or a father mm-hmm. of my child. I think <laughs> women are thinking that a lot sooner than than men being like, oh, is this woman who threw a fork at me going to make the best mom? I don't think you're thinking that at the bar when you meet someone who seems. The, but really that's exactly intense. my point of the, yeah. in, the 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 female version of this is they could be a good dad, mm-hmm. so I'm cool with them not making a plan. Right. You know, oh, they keep texting and don't make a plan, but they seem like a good candidate. Yeah. You know, like that's no, the, like the opposite. Yeah. That's the opposite, yeah. but it does feel like sometimes that's the female version of this graph. Yeah. And the male version of this graph is like, oh, shit. She she just told me she, you know, wants to fuck me in the bathroom. Yeah, I guess we'll fucking see what happens tonight. You know, right. like, is this going to be, uh, why not tonight? And then we'll we'll worry about later, later. Yeah. You know, so I, I think there's truth to this, but I don't think it's, I think where it gets down the road. It's for different reasons. It's different yeah. reasons. Also, like, just the word crazy. Like, I don't think someone's crazy for wanting to fuck you in the bathroom. Right. You know, like, um, or, you know, I think a lot of men will give, extra opportunity to someone that you know will fuck them in the bathroom that they're attracted to that also you know they don't see a future with right that's what i'm saying yeah I think you're that's, saying yeah. yeah that's to me the big difference but i agree it's almost like if you replace crazy with like socially inept i think that could that so, might get you further and you maybe you replace hot with like i get like you said good on paper or you know good good to be a good provider that might change things too yeah good on paper well, that's the thing. This is where the, the things align. Te- good, good on paper on is different. Yeah, well, good on paper is good to different people. Good yeah. on paper, you know, to a lot of guys, like, well, fuck you in the bathroom in the middle of dinner. <laughs> you know, it's good on, on paper pa- to what is on paper? It's on your stats. <laughs> Put tell that me on the paper, tell me about her. <laughs> oh, you don't know. She's great. We were at a restaurant. She was like, the appetizer here, eat yeah. your calamari, then I'm going to blow you. You know, like I, but I'm saying good on paper. This graph could be good on paper. Right. With combined with what you'll deal with. Yeah. And good on paper is different to everybody. Yeah. I do think there's a thing maybe among men towards women who are like attractive and single for maybe a little longer of like, Mm. is she crazy? Like, I do think that's something maybe in the back of some people's heads if you're meeting an older woman older older is is subjective but like i do think there's a sense of like oh this woman's like beautiful like what does she is there something is she a little crazy maybe i guess i my as someone i'm not gonna sound great but you go i I think the more appropriate way to say and i've said this on you know this show is how'd you get here that's a euphemism it could be taken are you crazy or it could be taken Give me the th- give me the story. Right. Everyone has a story. Yeah. Like well, I'm, I'm a, a lunatic, <laughs> and <laughs> well, then, I will call you 15 times if you don't answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I had someone, you know, someone asked me, "How do you get tickets to the comedy cellar?" I go, "There's a 30 minute standby line that they do before every show if it shows is sold out." 
That's my tip to right. everyone here. Google it. Sorry. You know, it says, shit. That, says it on the website. It says it on the website. But listen. Sure. There's my secret tip. I, I've never met someone who had an issue with the 30 minutes thing. Right. You either get in or you don't. I I, I don't know. And then someone asked me, I, I go, stand by line 30 minutes. I'm not going to spend my night, you know, working on putting this whole thing together for you. There's only so much. Right. You know, I have people email me, hey, or they message me on Instagram. What's the email for the show? UUP at Betches.com. I say it right. all the time. It's, it's in, the, in the description. It's in the Instagram bio. It's not hard to find. Yeah. And then this. What's it, the best place I, to get lunch in Times Square? Oh. <laughs> This great place. They invented the garden. Okay, they have tons of olives. Amazing breadsticks. All my favorite little spot. My favorite. Tell them Jared sent you. So, <laughs> I no, but I've I've said to people, and then I have people that come back to me. They go, the line didn't work out. I don't know what happened. They don't tell you what to do, and I'm like, everyone else doesn't have an issue. Right, you know, so and I'm like, I'm not saying you're crazy, but I'm hearing your story, and now the story's coming out, and you're going, they were, it was everyone but me. Mm -hmm. Then I go, okay, get there earlier. Something's off. Right. Same thing with your story of how you got here. Maybe something was off, and you've come to terms with it. But if you come on the, again, if you're, I guess if you're like, if I'm on a date with someone who's in their 40s, 30s, whatever, and they go everyone's an asshole but me. Right, then you're the asshole. Then yeah. something is off. So that, But again, that's why it's more appropriate to go, how'd you get here? Right, right. so if you hear that, it means someone wants to know how crazy are you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, there's an element of that. That's also, fair. I want to know, I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I had someone on a date once. I mean, that's, go, that's what you get. You walk into any therapist's office. What, what brings you here? Also, <laughs> that's, I'm not that's saying one I'm of the, the first question you're going to no, I'm just saying like that's if you're, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's actually an interested question. It yeah. is a thoughtful question. And that's not saying I shouldn't be asked the same question. Sure. You should be saying, how'd you fucking get here? And here's my story. Right. Maybe you're going to think I'm crazy for it. Maybe you might. Yeah. All right. Then just we're not the match. Trying to find two people who are crazy in the right way for each other or have 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 learned from the things they've done in the past learning listen we all don't like who we were 10 years ago <laughs> uh, totally no one's looking back 10 years ago going man i was fucking crushing right. it yeah or like i want to be exactly the same no. as i was then that would be sad too sad yeah nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout there's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ but a very close second Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? do it. We've got a voicemail ready to listen. And also, guys, I'm currently wearing the You Up tank top. It's beach season, beach by noon. This tank top just says I love You it. Up podcast. I've been wearing it all over the city. It's super comfy. It looks great. Soft, wonderful. I, exactly. I want to mail one. Mail tank? Yeah, I got to show off the guns. Guys, we got to get, 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 out, guns get out. it on it. Charity needs a beach tee. In the summertime <laughs> when the weather is good. Represented, uh, Beach by Noon. If you put up right. a picture with this shirt, Beach by Noon, Hit you'll get up. a repost. Um, also, if you're listening, I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island all weekend long. Love Providence. Love going to Providence. Also coming to Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going to be in Chicago. Then we're in New York, Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Going to be at the Coney Island Amphitheater, the Chosen Comedy Festival. Bunch of Jews performing. Irvine, California, Washington, D.C. And then the, this is a little bit ahead of time. These have just been released. Ooh, That's right. early access. Early access. If you're listening right now, Royal Oak, Michigan, I'm making my Detroit stand-up debut. Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com for tickets. Let's hear that Get awkward it. sex. Let's hear it. Hi, Jay and Jay. My name is Annie, and I've got a little awkward sex for you. This was early March of 2020, and the guy that I was newly dating came over to take a nap in the middle of the day. Now, my landlord had texted me the day before asking if she could show my apartment and if I would, like, be home for it. But she said she would call me, like, in 30 minutes before to let me know when they were coming. So, guy comes over. We're napping, which then turned into sex. And my my phone had been ringing, but I wasn't paying attention to it for obvious reasons. And my landlord walks in. And I was like, did you hear my door open? And he goes, no, it's fine. And the guy goes, no, it's fine. No, you're good. Something like that. And in, in walks my landlord into the bedroom. And all I hear is, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We'll come back later. And my first thought was, thank God I'm not on top. Because it was his bare ass that was seen and not mine. So we clean up. Do the thing. I go open my door and standing there with my landlord is an relatively old couple. I would say like 70, 75. And the woman looks, the old woman looks at me and goes, nice job, honey. And I just smiled and like welcomed them into my apartment and then promptly walked outside to lead them to tour it because I had no idea what else to do. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> It felt like she was like in between things while telling the story. She's doing the dishes and she's like, let me recap this. Um, I have to say, this one seems like it's on her. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I, why? Say, I, I mean, if I if I had a landlord and they were like, I'm going to come show the apartment mm. today. And I said, yes, I probably wouldn't have. I'd, if the guy wanted to come over and nap, I'd be like, today's not a great day. 
also, I if, when they come in, I go, oh, we'll get up right now. I'm not going to like, let us finish. <laughs> like, that's a big part of this. This is that she's like, and so we finished up, cleaned up. Yeah. You know, I was like, wait a minute. It was Now you're done. Hold on, I'm not done sucking his balls. Right. Like, like she, was was she was warned that this was going to happen. I mean, like, to, yeah. to me, you know, if I were the landlord, I'd be like, you, you said I could come over today. Right. Like, we discussed this. And also, <laughs> let's get dressed. Get out of here. Yeah. You know, put on, you know, fuck it. This, you know, you'll fuck later. Yeah. I also, I, I just love that <laughs> this woman is like the nosy neighbor from a sitcom. Like, good job, honey. Good job, honey. <laughs> Hey, good for you, Tuts. I used to get off back in my day. The old woman, she's got bigger, a 70-year-old renter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's worried about this woman fucking? so judgmental, I love it. Yeah, what are you judging for? You're the one renting. Who are you looking at this apartment? A kid lives here. Who needs to grow up here? Yeah. (laughs) I I think I'm going to go based on the way I'm going through life rather than the way you're going through life. I know that's very judgmental, but like she came in with the judgment. Yeah. Maybe she meant it. Good for you, honey. Maybe she meant it in a pump up way. Good for you. Oh, like that? Maybe. It really depends on the tone. I'm saying nothing. (laughs) (laughs) If I I see someone freshly fucking... You know, they got the post-fuck glow. Yeah, I'm just looking down. at plates and shit. Yeah. I'm looking at cabinets. Right. Uh, let me see the shower. How's the air How's conditioner the, uh, in here? How's the shower pressure? How's yeah. the, I'm asking weird questions. I'm like looking the other way. That's fair. I yeah. Would, yeah, I'm into that. I idea. like that the boyfriend gets no, no blood. Just a, he just a goes back to napping. For a nap. He came, came over to nap in the middle of the day. Does he have a home? <laughs> what is wrong with him? Hey, babe. And he's not even her boyfriend? Yeah, they're just come over and up. take a nap. I can't imagine what scenario I would be in where I'm like hooking up with someone. Like, hey, so I'm in the neighborhood. Can I get a few winks at your place? Like, what? Yeah, agreed. What'd you call this? Um, real sex date. I have. And real I like real sex date. Like yeah, a, a state. Um, and then <laughs> my like Maddie's, <laughs> which was the open house. The open house is good. That was good. Room with a view is good too. What did you have? Real sex date. I didn't have much. I was like, I was so caught up on the na- <laughs> on the on the woman looking at the apartment. Five's company. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The realtor and two people game. Yeah. Yeah, I I. You're still caught up on the on the seven year old renters. <sighs> I'm just that, sitting here like that's the awkward part for you. That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking in an apartment as a young woman. Sorry. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x 
If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Should we do another email? Let's do another email. Am I wrong for being turned off by a guy in therapy? Let's see. Okay. J&J, I have a strong thoughts on this, but feel like I'm in the minority, so I'd love to get your take. I'm sure you've seen how over the past year or so, there's been an increase in Instagram and TikTok dating content that references the importance of a potential partner, particularly men, being in therapy. I've seen everything from videos of girls saying, if he's not into therapy, then I'm not going out with him to videos of girls jokingly whispering stuff about therapy into their new partner's phone in hopes that it's listening and will start curating his social media ads to promote online therapy. Have you seen that? That's very funny. I've seen versions, I've seen of, versions of it too. It's like wedding, wedding ring. ring. Yeah. yeah. But the therapy one's funny. It is funny that a man could never do that joke. About for a woman? If I'm whispering into a phone of a woman. This I would think that was funny. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, Bart- I would think the idea of Mike doing that seems pretty accurate. <laughs> I already I'm already in therapy, but I, okay, so maybe I'm wrong. I'm screaming I, at him for no reason. I could totally. Yeah. yeah, I guess they would have to show you screaming at him for no reason. Yeah, and then I'm going. Sometimes he's like, "Why don't you?" You know, if I'm yelling at him for something crazy, he's like, "What do you, What do your therapists think about that?" <laughs> I'm sure that calms things down. Great <laughs> way to diffuse the situation. Yeah. Right. yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, but I actually find it to be a turnoff if a guy is in therapy. Just to clarify, I am not anti-therapy. I think therapy is a great thing. And I Unless myself, you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're trying to fuck. <laughs> get that. <laughs> get, get that. I just can't imagine. We get the emails like this a lot. It's like, it's like, it's like for me. It's like, not for I me, you think know. it's great if you're a bit of yeah. not trying to fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get that introspective dick out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually find it to be a turnoff if a guy's in therapy. Just to clarify, I am not anti-therapy. I think therapy is a great thing. And I myself have gone to therapy during a couple points of my life. 
However, I think there's been a major cultural shift towards promoting the idea that we need to be in therapy all the time and constantly working on ourselves in order to be emotionally stable and mature. But most credible therapists say that therapy shouldn't be a permanent thing unless you have a major mental illness. And the goal is for patients to ultimately graduate from therapy. All this being said, I've had a couple of guys lately who during the early stages of us chatting and seeing each other have mentioned and openly talked about being in therapy. I'm not sure if this is because of the social media messaging that women see it as a positive thing romantically for guys to be in therapy, or maybe these guys genuinely are trying to be vulnerable and connect. But I experienced it as a major turnoff every time. The couple friends I've mentioned this to have said I'm being too picky or that I'm trying to find something wrong with these guys. I'll admit that I have a history of being an avoidant dater, which is in fact something I've gone to therapy to work on in the past. (laughs) All comes full circle. But I genuinely don't think that's what I'm doing here. Ultimately, if a guy is in therapy, then I assume he's working on himself and getting through something, which is a sign to me that he's probably not ready to work on building a relationship if he's got other things to focus on. Maybe that's unfair and presumptuous of me, but it's how I feel. And it's the polar opposite of the guys better be in therapy social media phenomenon. I'm interested in hearing y'all's thoughts. Thoughts, signed, am I the asshole for not wanting to get involved with a guy in therapy? What do you think? Yeah, I think she's being a little judgmental. I think it dep- I think a lot of it depends on how it's how it's presented mm-hmm. and how it's done. But I think the idea of being turned off by someone trying to improve themselves is like a little messed up. I think to me, she's like, oh, like there's something you're like saying. It's I think the, I think she's actually turned off by the vulnerability because she says that she's avoidant. So to me, that's like a little bit of a sign of that if they're saying it as a way to be like, oh, like. Isn't this hot? I don't mm-hmm. think most men are going to therapy so they can talk about it on a date. Personally. I think they say it. I, I do buy that men are saying it more openly to make women like them more. Do you think they're going to therapy so that they I can tell they, women that they're going to therapy and that's why? I don't even believe they're going. <laughs> you they're lying? I, 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 that's a whole different... I, think, I mean... Well, I, I, I mean... I think they're. Go- I don't think they're going with the intention of lying, but I think they're going and then realizing that's a good plot point to bring up on a date because look at all this social media stuff I see that makes me a more fuckable contestant. Okay. I. I. I I'm not saying it's. I mean, I. So is having your own apartment. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Agreed. And you know, some people are seventy-year-old renters. <laughs> You know, so, so you got to take what you got. You got to play with the, the hand you're dealt. I, there are elements. I agree with you. Do, uh, I, I have a question of you. Sure. Is it true about the therapy being a limited time thing that she I think mentioned? It can, I think there's, I don't, I think that there's multiple. I don't think there's most therapists have the same. I think every ther- therapist would say whatever it works best for the patient. I don't think there's like the thing about therapy that she's trying to make it like there's a rule that you sure. only see people for a little and then they go away and you don't need to constantly be in therapy. I think it depends what works for the individual person. I don't think there's like most therapists aren't going to be like, you're done here. Get out. I think yeah. it's more like as long as the person graduation feels, cap, here's your diploma feels like whatever they're doing <laughs> is helping them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I don't think, and I don't think it's her to, for her to judge how long someone's in or out of therapy for, if they feel like they need it. That's where the presumptuous comes in. Where yeah. she's basically saying, if you're in therapy, you're not ready to date. They, I mean, Plus, if anyone right. said that 
to someone like if I said that to a woman, I would I would feel like an asshole for saying that. I would I would like the idea that like oh therapy mm, <laughs> put on like a, a straight jacket on her that's, and be like hey, right. get out of here. You're not ready for a man. I, mean, I, I think that's to, a presumptuous. To, thing say to say that is to say oh you have to be perfect before you can be ready to date. You shouldn't be working on any aspect of your life. You shouldn't be working on getting a better new job. You shouldn't be working on changing you know apartments or cities or anywhere like is that her bar you have I, to be completely content in every single aspect of your life and not introspective or trying to improve yourself in any way totally agree i mean the the i i, I think of therapy like the gym yeah. you know there's times you're going that, to the gym or you're, you're, you're not ready to date because you don't have the body you want yet right <laughs> i that's the to me that's the most transferable metaphor for yeah. what she's saying because it's like that's just not true at all um where i do think there's elements of her email I understand mm-hmm. um, and well, I empathize with. It's the, mm-hmm. I do think the, you better be in therapy thing is annoying. And it's, yeah. and, it, and it's like, and it's also become uh cliche and it's a, again, the internet has allowable things to say and unallowable things to say. We are censoring ourselves. This is one of those things that, somehow has become an allowable thing to say you better be <laughs> you better be going to a doctor like you're telling someone what they better be doing right. with their I, personal I, that i agree with i don't think any it's up to anyone to tell anyone else what they need to be doing or not need to be doing is it i think that with that the, if you break it fully down what it stems down to is there is a trend towards men being more vulnerable and more open with their feelings. And I think that that's a good thing. And I think women are starting to appreciate that maybe more than they had in the past when they expected men to just kind of like Mm -hmm. have no feelings, not cry, not work through any of their shit and just kind of like pretend like nothing affects them. So I do think that like, yeah. And if that, if the, if you have to go to therapy trend is, is indicative of anything positive, it's just like the idea that, that, we're now being more, it's now more socially acceptable and even potentially even a good thing for a man to be like emotionally expressive. Yes. That is the most, um, that is the most rational way to look at it. You're right. And you're right. I, I, I think where it becomes irrational is, and I could see, and what you said in the beginning is the way I'd have to know the way it's being presented. Totally. If I could see a guy thinking, you know, that re- repeating the meme is an attractive thing right. on a date. I could see a guy fucking that up and her going, ugh, you know, like, well, which could right. be, which she is as a right to do, you know, but I also, uh, you know, the, the presumption that because someone's in therapy, they can't date. I think that is completely yeah. wrong. And I also think like, again, if they're lying on the worst case scenario, like you said, they're not actually even going like that's obviously a deal breaker in itself. But I do think having been to therapy and knowing that it is time consuming and expensive, the idea that you would do it just so that you could tell a woman no. on a date that you're doing it is, I almost think it's a, almost like a better answer as part of the, you know, the, to bring it back to the first part of this episode. Are you crazy? How did you get here? Sure. Here's how, and here's I've what's gone been done. To therapy. Right. And I've, you know, there's some, in my past relationship, we had issues with this and I've actually like discovered this about myself and I've actually, you know, worked through a lot of that with a therapist and I feel really, I feel much better about it now than I, than I did at the time. Totally agree. I, I don't, and I don't believe that anyone plans to go to therapy to look better on a date. <laughs> I, it's I like do, a very long, it's expensive a long, game. I do think people connect the dots looking backwards. So they mm-hmm. go, how do I look like the most sexy candidate? Sure. You know, uh, how do I tell my story? 
Yeah. And, and I do think guys tell their story and know, oh, the therapy thing, people like that, throw that in there. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I got therapy on the list. You know, throw that in there. You see it with people, the way people talk about themselves. It, it, it is an unbelievable stretch people do to make sure that they look like an interesting yeah. candidate. You know, I asked someone the other day, where are you from? Well, I was born in New York City. Where'd you grow up? What, what the fuck grow? are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You were born. I go, are you from New York City? No, but I live. I grew up. I went to high school. I went to, you know, middle school. I go, where'd you go to like, where'd you, what block did you grow up on? And they're like, oh, in the suburbs. And you go, what are we fucking saying here? Right. You just want to let me know. Well, I'm city-ish. Right. I'm not suburb loser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rent. You're right. Or I do rent because I live in the city. Yeah. Show me the mortgage. Yeah. You know, so, but I'm saying when people people do a lot of stretches to make sure that that's fair. And I think if someone's story. the kind of person that's doing that, that's almost the bigger red flag than. than going I don't think to it's about going to therapy or about anything. That's I think ultimately it's a good th- again, unless the person's clearly doing it, and you can kind of tell because like. You could just tell if someone's posturing or if they're mm. they're speaking to you in a vulnerable, authentic way. Um, but I think if, I, th- I do think it's a good sign if they have something that they're if they have something. In the, I think it's the best sign when they tell you something unfavorable about their past. Yeah. And then they're showing that they're actively working on it. You know what I mean? It's like someone who tells you they have a lot of debt and we'll see what happens is to <laughs> me a lot less of a viable dating candidate yeah. than someone who's like. I have a lot of debt and I've worked with a financial advisor to figure out a plan. Yes. And you wouldn't be like, you're going to a financial advisor, <laughs> fucking loser. Like you clearly, you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> I love the thought of some guy being like, and I've been going to therapy. I've been working on myself. And then she's just across the table like, Ugh. fucking pussy. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the biggest fear of like, right. back in, or at least back in the day when it was, there are still many men, I think, out there who do think of it like that, who think of it as I'm admitting there's something wrong with myself. And why would I, you know, I, and I need, so I need help to like get through mm-hmm. something. Why, you know, there's probably a lot of men with real issues that they could probably use a therapist for that have that exact fear of women like this who are like, ugh. Oh, like, because there's, yeah. there's, you know, not everyone is the same. Not everyone is the TikTok therapy girl. Like, a lot of, there's still a lot of women who are like, I don't want a man who wants to like talk about his feelings. I want a man who acts like a man. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that maybe those people aren't a good match for each other. But I think so this is kind of the fear I think of a man who does go to therapy. Of course, and and yeah, if they're I, doing it in a real in a real way, I really think she's actually so afraid. I mean, you mentioned this before the the avoidant thing that she mentioned. Yeah. I don't know what that even fucking means, but I it just means that she's turned off by like a, a sentimental emotion. I think in connected. this case, yeah, she's, yeah, she wants to run when she's, someone gets too close. Well, I think she also it seems like she thinks that this is a maneuver, right? You know that she's being yeah fucking tricked. Well, Sounds like it's someone like, should go back to therapy <laughs> to discuss this uh, with guy. Man, like it does sound like she's like all of a sudden he's mentioning his therapist, and then thirty minutes later I'm blowing him. I don't even know how I ended up there. He mentioned therapy, and all of a sudden I'm fucking this dude. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today 
in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Send in your uh, red flag deal breakers to UUP at Betches.com. Today's red flag deal breaker is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K-text. I... Man, I've been drinking a lot of faux pas. They're so good. I actually want to take some with me. I'm going to the beach for the fourth this weekend. We're taping prior to the fourth. I'm going to take Grab a bunch. Grab some in the office. I got to take a whole, I'm going to be walking out. Beach by noon. Beach by with noon. With the faux pas. What beach are you? I'm not, you're not going you to. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll yeah, be you're going to be gone. I'll be gone. All the, the paparazzi listening yeah. to this, they won't be there. Yeah. I'm going to Connecticut. Oh, that's fun. To a friend of mine's uh, place. Uh, they got two little babies. And I got my buddies. We're gonna drive up there. I, I get That's out of so that. Fun. I I miss the house out in on a lot. Of, right, the and they're they're near the beach. And I I so I get left out of a lot of this. You know, you're on the road. Fr- fr- I'm on the road. Yeah. So all this friend stuff that I you know, I, I I'm I I hope they're okay. That I kind of. F- fall in and out but i um i'm sure they are yeah i'm, I'm sure yeah. they are i mean but uh, i don't know if the kids will, will, will they better fucking you. have uncle jared ready to go Beach they by better noon, know those kids. <laughs> uncle jade they better be calling me uncle jay train i i want my you know my you know i want to be recognized yes but uh at the beach town with the kids you gotta do some sandcastle <laughs> yep. shit if you want to make a mark on on the kids well, i gotta bring toys what do i gotta i gotta get them something what do kids do these days? How old what are, are they? they like uh, books? So the, at the beach, yeah, kids love books. At the beach. Here's a seventy chapter book, baby. You get a little uh, bucket of sand. I'll get them a truck or something. Yeah, 
Yeah. I gotta, gotta, the toys haven't changed since 1950. <laughs> well, I'm going to really embarrass my friends because I'm going with my friends in their car and I'll show up with a big bag of toys like I'm Santa Jared. Oh, yeah. And, and then, I'll say these are from me. I find that's not them. I find that's the best way if you're not good with kids to like just toy them up. Win, yeah. You just buy buy the affection. Buy and then they up. look and then they look forward to you coming. They don't even know why. Listen, who are they gonna remember? My friend who made a couple of fun jokes or Jared, yeah. the fucking gift giver. Yeah. They're gonna remember you. I love that. I gotta okay. go to the toy store. Well, let's play some games. Uh, let's play some games. Hi, J&J. I have a red flag or deal breaker for you guys. I was on a date this weekend. I offered him a ride home because he had walked. But I realized this was a horrible idea because my car is disgusting. I explained to him and he said he was sure it was fine until he saw it. It was so bad. He asked to sit on a bag. <laughs> there was That's dr- bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Give me that trash to not <laughs> sit on your car. Tra- on your trash. <laughs> Do you have any cleaner trash that I could sit on to avoid sitting on your trash? That's Harder's. Yeah. I sit on my trash. It was so bad. He asked to sit on a bag. There was dried up salsa on the seat because recently I was drunk and spilled salsa and my dumb ass was like, whatever. It will get taken care of next time I get a detail. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> dried salsa Sora is- needs dis- to get her life together. Because it's molding. It's in the heat. It's summertime. Okay? This ain't- It's not it's freezing. Not, you have a spill and you're an adult. You need to clean it. Wait immediately. Wait till I get a detailed. How about get How a fucking napkin <laughs> and wipe it off now? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Wait till I get a detail. Yeah, that's disgusting. Guess who just scheduled a detailing appointment? I guess you. <laughs> I explained that to him, but I don't think it made me look any better. It wouldn't to me. <laughs> I was very apologetic and embarrassed, so hopefully that helped. So red flag or deal breaker, their car is disgusting. Attached as a picture. It was so much worse, IRL. There are two weekender bags beneath the piles, so he might think I'm homeless at this point. In my defense, it is a convertible, so there's no trunk space, so putting shit in the back seat is inevitable. How about putting shit in your home? <laughs> to make matters worse, I am one of those people whose car is their baby, and I totally obsessed over my car on our dates, which probably is a red flag to begin with. No, it's a huge red flag that you obsess about something that is Disgu- fucking that you disgusting. don't take care of yeah. at all. If my car is my baby, then I'm a child abuser. Yeah, that's the problem. At least she's self-aware. Yeah, oh, and even worse is. is that the bag he sat on had a pair of used period underwear on it. I changed my clothes. And <laughs> there my, was salsa oh, in the yeah. underwear, too. He couldn't, he couldn't tell what the re- which red was which. <laughs> I change my clothes a lot in my car, which is why I have... Cl- why do you change your clothes a lot in your, in your convertible? Which is why I have clothes scattered all around, but I wasn't going to have period underwear out in the open. So it was in a bag, <laughs> like a classy oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was the bag that he asked to sit on. So he sat on my period blood to avoid sitting on salsa. He doesn't know this though. And I don't think I plan on telling him. I like him so far. So hoping it's not a deal breaker. Fingers crossed emoji. Signed, stupid ho bo. I think we have to post this picture. It's not, on the picture is the not UL that podcast Instagram account, but the, that's the thing about the picture. It makes her look good, it's even though a, it's bad. It's still pretty bad, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. But we're definitely have to put it. To Here, put it up. Here's the major issue, because I'm looking at the picture. The, the ident- unidentified fluids. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she had salsa. I listen. If it was a if the the car upholstery was like a a cloth. I would understand that like, oh, I need to get the car detailed to get the sauce off. These are leather seats. All she had to do was take a hot cloth and wipe it. 
It, it, it easily salsa comes off of this. It's not the baby? felt seat. This is a deal breaker. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I, okay, I do sympathize with her. I'm kind of a mess, mm. right? And when I lived with a roommate back in the day, mm-hmm. we had a really disgusting apartment. There was mm-hmm. shit everywhere. We like barely got it. It was really gross. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't I have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and no, sometimes I would have guys back and I could tell that they like thought it was kind of gross. And it was. Yeah. And, but it was kind of like, because I had this roommate and we were both kind of messy. Like I could, I couldn't do it without, you know what I mean? Like we would have mm-hmm. had to both have been like, we got to Two people making a right. life change. Yeah. That's, it was like too much for us. Yeah. So I just kind of held it as a wash. And then eventually I'm, we moved into like into our own apartments and uh, dating immediately got easier. <laughs> but I do think, I do think that's part of it. It's kind of like, you don't have your shit together, which at the time I didn't. Do you know what I mean? It, and like, I, it is, I think the way that someone keeps their stuff is sort of a sign of how in control they are of their life to an extent. Now it doesn't have fair. to be like spotless, but I think this, like if there's period blood on the seat, it's, it might it might scream someone not ready to be in a serious relationship. Yeah, I I, I as a fellow disgusting like yourself. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because I'm gross. Okay. I leave shit on the same-sies, floor. I'm yeah. samesies. Uh my car. I don't have a car, so I don't know what mine would look like. I would hope it wouldn't look like I was living in it. But that's how this person. <laughs> Two weekend arrest. Yeah, this is crazy. Salsa. The salsa is the most offensive part. Not the period blood. No, the period blood bothers me less than everything else because that actually makes sense. Like, oh, you changed in the car. It was in the bag. He didn't even see it. She's telling us she's actually being more honest than we even ask her to be. Okay. I it's and this is going to sound bad. This is going to sound old, but I'm like, if I'm disgusting and then I'm dating someone who is also disgusting, then we are going to be disgusting. Two disgustings. Ain't a home. I want to protect- live in child protective services. I'm yeah. from you know my parents. My dad's disgusting too. My mom screams and yells all the time. They should- shoes off. Take off your shoes. Oh no! I, what are you doing? Where are you going? There's dirt everywhere. Every five seconds. You need that. Yeah. Someone has to do yeah. it, or no one does. They should put that in the genetic testing that you get before you start to have kids. It tells you if you're a carrier for anything. Yeah. Disgustingness should be in there. It should. If be. you're both carriers, you can't. No, you can't two do disgustings it. can't have it happen. Yeah. Well, because what you do, and this isn't fair, this doesn't sound right, but mm-hmm. I don't think of the person having their life together when I see a disgusting place as a man. Okay. I think of what would our home look like? Well, that's your life. And that's your life. And it's like, and you go, oh my God. And, and, I'm, not, and I'm not saying like the woman should take care of the home, I, but it sounds a lot like I'm saying that. Like, I mean, there's I'm- an element of like, you know, am I going to have the gross kids? Am I going to have the smelly kids? Am I going to have the the place? Am I going to be the home that people go, their yard's a mess all the time. I don't know what's going on there. Like it just, and again, this is my responsibility too, but I'm looking for someone that can, you know, offset and improve me as a person. Well, that's fair. I think it's okay to look for qualities that you don't have in in yourself. And I ain't fixing it. That's what they call it, a match. (laughs) It's not a twin. It's a match. You know, they compliment you in ways that you that you don't do that. I, I mean, I, I'm sure Mike's a, a little more. Con- he's not a disgusting. I'm a disgusting. So, um, <laughs> you know, and then we'll, we'll do this. We'll, we'll do this thing. We'll he'll come home and he'll be like, I see the shoes. And I'll be like, it's going away. Right. <laughs> well, he pushes. You can't. Yeah. You can't um, 
people are cruise ships, not speedboats. Mm-hmm. Like the shoes thing, he goes, I see the shoes. And you go, you'll move the shoes. Yeah. Like, but the shoes are going to be out for the rest yeah. of your life. Kind of, yeah. Right, that's just right, what it yeah. is. But you'll move them now because you got someone looking at you going, what the fuck is going on? Right. Well, like, I used to do like binge cleaning, which is like, mm-hmm. I'd let it get really dirty. I'm that way too. He's a clean as you, you know what I mean? Like clean as you go kind of person. But mm-hmm. I would, I prefer to do like, all right, like two times a week, I just clean everything that I've let get disgusting over the past few days. Whereas he's like, yeah. why don't we just not let it but that's the thing in a relationship you know that you have to be the most disgusting one yes that's my role that's there's only room for one disgusting (laughs) and it's me (laughs) i mean my brother is going on a trip to europe and he's um and it's funny to hear him talk about the planning process he's kind of planning it right and he was like he was talking about his girlfriend that he's going with and he's like i'm the planner like he, he's like, yeah. I, I guess that's my role now. Yeah. And I, and I wouldn't think of my brother as a planner, but I'm like, guys, he, he'd do a good job of that. He's a, you know, he's a pretty organized guy. That's great for him. And, but he's not like, it's funny that he's like realizing this now, you know, you can't get in front. Have they not gone on trips before? They've gone on trips, but this is like a, this is like a, a, a bigger, a bigger right, yeah. event. It needs like more planning. Right? And you're going, you know, abroad, places, different languages. Yeah. So like, but he's like, I, and he kind of said to me, he's like, yeah, I got to be doing this yeah. or it's not going to happen at all. Well, that's good. It's like, that's like, that's a match though. Like, yeah. And I, you know what I mean? I have the same, the same frustration Mike's, Mike probably has with my disgustingness I have with his lack of planning. When we, on, when I'm not sure if I told this now, when we went on our honeymoon, mm. I had filled out so many questionnaires and, and COVID things and visas and other shit before we got, it. probably did like two full days of like research and planning and making sure we got like the special, QR code that they could scan and we get there and we just like we we go we get to cut the line because we have the QR code mm-hmm. over. and he's like wow this was so easy I'm like <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about this is so easy for you yeah <laughs> because you're lucky that you're with me like so you know how much time and like he's like oh it's you know it's just a breeze to get to Sri Lanka <laughs> why isn't everyone going <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, that's hilarious. And I'm also thinking right now, I'm like, wow, I'm disgusting and I'm not a planner. I would be Mike in that situation. I'd be, be like, wow, 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 look at us. Where's the lounge? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, you'll, we'll find your thing that you're, 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 you know, you'll provide the entertainment. I'm good at on the way. Yeah. I'm good at making a joke about someone as we pass them by. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Let's that's do another a very one. special skill. Couldn't, couldn't get through the trip without that. <laughs> I'm good at making the Uber driver laugh. <laughs> I can do that. Hi, this is happening to me right now, so I figured why not submit. Red flag or deal breaker, he updates his profile multiple times within the first five weeks of dating. For context, I don't expect him to not be on the apps yet. It's still super new and casual, but it's just generally weird to be the type of person who edits their profile weekly. I can't tell if I'm turned off or not. What do you think? Um, I think it would be a little, I think it'd be a little a bit of a turn off. I could agree with that. If Even if she expected no one, it's very obvious that they're out there dating, mm-hmm. which fine, they're allowed to be. And two, it's almost like someone who's constantly uploading like their, their like Facebook profile picture or any mm. profile. You're kind of like, this is like something that you're like, you're an active, intense. It, there's nothing casual yeah. about the way you're using this. You're like really trying to 
find someone else. It's a little different from a social media thing because you're literally like, maybe this gets me a hotter right. woman. Yeah, that's true. You know, like because yeah. you're, it's like fishing with different bait. Right. You know, you're it's like, like you're very clearly trying very hard to find someone better than me. Yeah, <laughs> and and I I think it's also on this person writing in. It's still super new and casual, but it's generally weird. It ain't casual. You're looking Five weeks at their is not profile. That casual. Yeah, no, yeah, and also you're looking at their profile. That's the other every part day. she doesn't admit. That yeah, she's not a, okay. And it's funny because we get these all the time. It's like he's updating this, he's updating that, and it's like, yeah, one. It's, there's one thing to be updating constantly, and then it's another also thing to consider when you're looking constantly. What yeah. does that mean to you? It doesn't come to the top of your feed, right? And you're never. Look, I'm saying you, you, Jared. Yes, you're not. When's the last time you checked a hinge dates? Never. Profile to see if she updated it. Never. Right. So it's a, it's a sign that you're not that invested. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe and, I should be checking. Is that. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily, but it just goes to show you're, I mean, you're, you know what I mean? You haven't, you're not necessarily that into anyone that you've met thus far, potentially. If I'm being put on the spot. <laughs> this comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, maybe, maybe things will change by maybe then. Maybe things will change. You never know. But I, I, yeah, I guess. But I mean, I don't think I would do that anyways. If I'm, you know what I mean? It's funny because like if I'm on, um, even if I'm on like Zillow and I'm not even actively looking for a house, but I'll look at houses and then I'll like go back to see if like the, you know what I mean? If, if there's a price drop or if the house mm-hmm. is off the market, I'm kind of like, you're not even that, I mean, I'm wondering for you, it's like you're not even casually invested in, in you know. <laughs> you look at a house, I don't even look at the person. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, like, what am I going to do? That's how it goes. Right. That's my new saying. You know, I have a new catchphrase. I like that. It's very uh, Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. I am Jared Hakuna Matata. Yeah, I'm means a, no worries. <laughs> means no worries for the rest of your days. Yeah, that's how it goes. Like I, I to me, when you like check someone else's pro, like you're looking for hurt. Like if you're enjoying yourself, well, it's always like the best thing you could see is nothing. And, yeah, and say that's true of anyone that you're seeing on social media. The best thing you could see is nothing, and the worst thing will ruin your whole day. Well, and also she even says. If you're saying it's casual, we're not sure yet. It's only five weeks. Well, then you're just trying to convince yourself that it's casual and only five weeks. Let's say it's not about her and it's just about the person updating their profile weekly. Is that weird? It's 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 I I hate the word weird for it. It's 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 um, it's thoughtful. It's it's (laughs) it's um, this person is out there trying to find a profile that gets him more ladies. They're trying. They're trying. Okay. so I would say. If someone said to me, if, if I was a woman who, if a woman was like, yeah, I updated my profile, every profile picture is every week. Um, I would say, that? why are you telling me this? We're on a date. <laughs> <laughs> a woman who's asking you for advice. Do you think it's weird? Do you um, think it's fine? I think it's a little weird. Okay. I, I mean, it's not, again, I, I think it's proving that you haven't met someone that you're fully convinced And you're concerned on. that it's the profile. Yeah. Which I think is a valid concern. I guess in theory, if I'm, yeah, to find out about it might be a little off-putting, but in theory, as someone who is updating their profile frequently, you know, why shouldn't, they, why should there be something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with yeah. the action. They there's care. something wrong with your relationship. Right. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. But if you're, if you're not, if you have no relationship and you're just looking and you're, yeah. you know, you're trying to, you're trying to, trying to better yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Digital glow up. Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. Hi, J&J. Red flag or breaker. His mom goes shopping for your gifts. Context. The one Christmas my ex-boyfriend and I spent together, his mom went and spent a ton of money at Ross buying a, 
all different options of clothes and brought them home. My boyfriend then picked what he liked out of the options and the mom returned the rest and he paid her for what he wanted to give me. She was a stay-at-home mom, so she had the time to go out and run errands, but I was a little turned off. He wasn't a little more creative or at least went to the store with her. He even told me the situation and should have kept his mouth shut and I would have never known. I just en- shut your little mouth <laughs> I wouldn't even know about this <laughs> I ended up breaking things off a couple months later because this played a factor into the larger fact that his mom did way too much for him he did his laundry made him lunch every day when he was 27 and never lived outside his parents house yet well that's that I mean last part is a little more come on interesting yeah also Ross I guess the whole what, what is Ross clothes for less isn't that there there's the, the oh, I've never heard of that it's like a discount oh uh, clothing store. Interesting. I mean, not a place I want my gifts from. Right. I mean, I not to sound like a, a, a snob, a, a who, snob. Does it, who, who judges seven-year-old renters. <laughs> I, Get your life together, woman. <laughs> I guess the whole mama's boy thing is a big red flag or zebra breaker in itself. Would love to hear your take. I still wear the clothes, though. Yeah, I mean, Ross has serviceable items, but it's just not like, oh, oh, he got it for me. At Ro-. It's not really a braggable right. gift, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, okay, it, I, I mean, unfamiliar. From what you're saying, it doesn't sound super sexy. There's a time for certain things, and there's another time. You know, you're. I, I don't think you're going to go, you know, it just it, the gift itself it loses. The fact its- that it's a gift, right. But it's funny, okay, not knowing anything about Ross, if you got rid of the last paragraph about his mom doing his laundry, his laundry, whatever, any of that, if you replace mom with assistant, it suddenly becomes a lot hotter. Wow, you're right. <laughs> That's a good tip to the men out there. If you replace, I mean, anything that happens in your life that you had help with, say it with my assistant. assistant. I mean, if you, I'm yeah. saying, if you say my mom did anything, it's kind of like, it's a little like, eh. It's, and it's also like, it's a little bit like makes the relationship a little naked. Yeah. You know, like, what are you telling your mom? You're telling her that it's, you know. It sound, makes you sound like a little boy. Uh, yeah. If you use my assistant, same exact task. My assistant went to Ross. My ass- <laughs> Let's and say, I, left out the store. Yeah. My assistant, got, like, you know, got a bunch of options. I picked the option that yeah. I thought was best. And then they, you know, wrapped it, figured yes. it out. My assistant's making sure my laundry gets done. My assistant's bringing me yes. my lunch. Hot. Hot. Uh, it's a like you're hotter. big in Sex in the City. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Sent my assistant out to go get. Or, yeah, uh, well, makes my lunch, cuts my crust off, my sandwiches. Richard, you remember the Richard? She said he sends the gifts and he writes Who? like uh, to Samantha. Richard. I don't remember. I don't know this. He's one specific. of the with the guys that she was like into, and then he had his assistant like at her gifts and signed the card love, and she like freaked out about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, assistant hot, mom not so much. Especially, I would say when he if he lives with his parents. That's another well thing to all the men out there. Once you're 25, you start calling your mom your, your assistant, assistant, yes, and you are gonna be good. I mean, you're gonna be a lot better, better than off. your mom. Yeah, yeah. assistant's hot. Yeah, anyway. my assistant yelled at me to take my shoes off when I came in the house. <laughs> Still sounds Still better. better. Yeah. Still better. Still yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. It works for everything. It it. I guess on the other side of this, would it be a deal breaker for me if I knew the mom was involved in getting me a gift? Would you care? I wouldn't care. As long as if you like the gift? As long as it's not from Ross. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, I, <laughs> I'd be. What if it was her assistant? I I think it works for women, You're too. You're into that, too? It's fucking hot. Yeah, okay. Fucking high heels, pantsuit. I like that. Assistant. I, I'd be into that. I'd be like, you have a fucking assistant? Yes. I agree. 
Yeah, let's bring. The only the only difference I'm is hiring that, an assistant. The That's only it. difference is that you pay one and not the other. Yeah, <laughs> they moms do assist. That's true. I'm hiring an assistant. I'm gonna get. I can't wait to correspond about the episode <laughs> tapings only with him or her. Yes, and they're gonna have a notebook. It'll be like Kramer when he had the assistant. I don't remember. You remember that episode? No. Yeah, he has an assistant. It's like this is random dude. <laughs> Mr. Freed will speak to you now. That's how we're going to start. I'm going to start having him text people back. going to have him in the podcast room. In the, Sitting in the, in the corner. In the corner, and then I speak to him, and then he relays it to you, <laughs> and then you relay it back to him. Mr. Freed would like some lunch. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Swiping for me on dating apps. I there mean, we go. And you have an assistant. You have a matchmaker. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine. Catch me a catch. We did it. We did it. That's it for today's Red Flag Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free, contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas is about to be the drink of the summer, right? It already is, in my opinion. I yeah. mean, everywhere I bring it, it's gone. You got, a lot of you got a chance to try it at the live shows. They're going to be at the rest of the live shows. Check it out. If you haven't, everyone loves it. I mean, the spicy <laughs> margarita is next level. But honestly, they're all really, really good. If you follow me on social media, they're going to be a fixture of my Instagram stories. Love Perfect it. beach drink, honestly. Get a cooler, put them in, make sure they're cold. I've been saying this a lot. When I see it on a picture at the beach... I get thirsty. Same. I, I, I'm i I'm like, that's the not, move. it is, that is the move because people tag me in the pictures. You get tagged probably in much more than me, but I get tagged yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, I got to be at that beach. I got to be drinking. That's the, that's, I mean, that's the visual we want in people's yeah. minds. Just a, a time to relax. <sighs> that's what it's I think. commercial. I, I love it. <laughs> anyway, we solved dating. We'll be we back on Sunday. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July and we're ready to go this summer. Let's do it. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.